Welcome back to your therapy tools. Today's focus is codependency and how to know if you have codependent traits and why you keep attracting narcissistic, toxic, emotionally unavailable partners. So first of all, if you had a bad childhood, let's just put it that way, if you had traumatic experiences, if you had an addicted or alcoholic parent and you had to become parentified, meaning that you had to take care of the adults instead of the adults taking care of you, and then you received a lot of praise for what a good little soldier you were, taking care of mom while she was drunk all the time, or taking care of your siblings and making sure they had lunches for school and doing all the things your mom should have done because your mom was not present because she was depressed and she slept a lot. Or if you had gone through emotional or physical abuse, you may have lost your voice as a child and craving that validation, you learned that the only way to get that validation was to be what the adults wanted you to be, do what the adults wanted you to do, and keep your mouth shut. So if any of that applies to you, it's probably pretty likely you have codependent tendencies. And if we look at the Stupid Thoughts worksheet, (coughs) the Stopping Stupid Thoughts worksheet, or a list of cognitive distortions, um, you'll be able to really relate to a lot of those. And one big one that's very prevalent in codependency is personalization. Personalization and codependency looks like this, okay? You feel responsible for everybody else's happiness. You feel like it's all your fault if they're not happy. You feel this deep drive and this unwavering urge to act immediately on other people's behalf. You feel personally responsible for the souls of other people. You feel personally responsible for the joy and the success of other people. And you also feel depressed devastated, angry, and sad if your attempts to control others in this manner is not received well. So you might give great advice. You might go above and beyond and spend your whole night, instead of sleeping, you're doing something for somebody else so they'll be happy. And What's the thanks you get? Not a hell of a lot. They might say, oh, cool. Oh, cool, you did that right on. And they take it and they run. And you kind of stand there thinking, geez, don't I get a hug? Aren't you going to tell me I'm the greatest friend you've ever had? Like, So you do those things with the expectation that you are going to be loved, respected, and revered as a wonderful, wonderful person. And when you don't get that, you get mad. You get mad. And you swear off 
all favors. Yeah, I'm not doing any more favors. I'm not doing this anymore. And then next thing you know, you're doing it again. Because when you have codependent traits, you need to feel needed in order to have value for yourself. You need to be loved and validated by others in order to feel that sense of worthiness in this world. You cannot derive that sense of worthiness and validation from an inner place inside of yourself. You just can't because you never learned how. Because your childhood taught you that you are nobody until somebody loves you. You are nobody until somebody needs you. Otherwise, you're useless. So you learned all that. And maybe maybe you learned that from a previous or current narcissistic relationship. And why do we attract the same toxic partner over and over? Well, everything I just described is a big piece of that. And I, I know you've heard me talk about mirror neurons before. Basically, it means like monkey see, monkey do. We emulate the people we hang out with. We start to mirror their behaviors. We start to use the same catchphrases. We, uh, you know, they say surround yourself with people who you want to be like because we tend to become who we're around. Um, why do we magnetize the toxic person to us and why do we magnetize to them? So if you have codependent traits, you need to be needed. You you have to be there to take care of somebody. You're a caretaker. You're an enabler. You're a giver. And that's how you find your self-esteem. The toxic person is a helpless or they act helpless person. They want to be doted on. They want to be praised. They want somebody to take care of them like they're a little baby. And they want you to be selfless. They want you to be all about them all the time. So you can see the two of you are a match made in heaven. On eHarmony.com, I bet they match up codependents with narcissists all the time. <laughs> so that's a big, big piece of why you keep ending up with the same partner over and over in different people. That's why you keep attracting the same type of person over and over you have not dealt with your own toxic stuff and codependency is toxic. It's toxic to you and it can be toxic to people that are in your life who don't enjoy being controlled. A big piece of being codependent is being controlling and that controlling factor. It's a survival skill. You don't want to be hurt. You don't want to be humiliated. So you take control by going above and beyond and sometimes putting your nose where it doesn't belong with the best of intentions. But the intention of having power and control and getting something in return is bigger than your intention of doing something good for somebody.
when you have codependent traits. So if you fit this description, definitely go through my DBT series, go through my Stopping Stupid Thoughts series, and start making the changes that are going to help you to feel happier, to attract a healthy partner. And if you are codependent, if you have these traits, stay single for a while. Stay single until you have really improved your traits and you're no longer um, codependent. Your codependent traits are dying down or if they're still there, the codependent urges. Stay single until you can manage those urges and control yourself so that you're not an enabler, so that you don't become somebody else's um, doormat again, okay? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You may be saying to yourself right now, okay, I understand what codependency is kind of and I don't think it's fair that you're saying I'm attracting a narcissist so the mirror neuron thing in in your mind in our minds when we are thinking about what we want in a partner we might think something like I want somebody who is mentally healthy I want somebody who will love me for me and love me unconditionally and never give up on me. I want somebody who will make me feel important, like I'm their person. And that's, we all want that, right? Everybody wants to be with somebody who's going to love them and meet their needs. And that's exactly what a narcissist wants too. They want somebody to love them. They want to be the only person in your life. They want to be number one. They want you to make them feel secure. And they don't want you to ever give up on them. They want to feed off of your energy as long as they can. And they enjoy building you up and tearing you down over and over again until you're exhausted. And you enjoy the challenge, thriving off of that stress because you're used to doing everything yourself. You're used to doing everything for everybody else. And in a sick, weird way, you kind of thrive off of that stress. So you are looking for someone to control the narcissist is looking for someone to control and when you get together the pieces just fit so it's time to change the shape of your pieces so that they don't fit with that type of relationship and you might be thinking well how am i going to know if i'm going into a healthy relationship or not 
it's you know it sounds it sounds like everybody's narcissistic or codependent everybody could be codependent to an extent and that's true everybody is a little codependent everybody is a little narcissistic um like i always say these things come on a continuum from low to high and the middle ground is the healthy area you want to be just codependent enough that the people you love are secure in the fact that they can count on you. But they also know that you have boundaries and they respect it. You want to be narcissistic enough that you stand up for yourself, for your rights as a person, that you have firm boundaries that you can reinforce um, to protect your peace of mind and your finances and that kind of thing. You need a little narcissism in you to be able to do that. So if you're finding yourself in the highly narcissistic or codependent categories, it's time to put the ego down. You're both ego driven and it's a false ego. It's not, it's not the real ego where you're finding self-love, self-validation and self-exploration to grow and learn every day how to be a better version of yourself every single day. And that involves being more humble and more open. And it, uh, the end result is going to be you're going to connect with other healthy individuals. You yourself have to get healthy first. How will you know if you're going into a healthy relationship? If you've done the work and you've gotten yourself into a healthy, stable, strong place of existence. Anybody who is not on that same level with you, you'll see it right away. It'll be the equivalent of somebody who is into fitness and health. They're taking their supplements, they're jogging, they're running marathons, they're going to the gym. If somebody walks up to that person who's physically fit, really into health and supplements, and somebody walks up to them smoking a cigarette, um, they have sallow looking skin, they look like they're lacking in vitamins, there's no muscle tone on their body, maybe they're a little chunky, that fitness person is going to know right away that the person approaching is not into fitness or health. And it's the same with you, okay? When you are ready, when you've done the work on yourself, when you have looked at your own toxic traits and corrected them, and you've learned to get yourself into a healthy state of mind, you'll immediately recognize when somebody is not in a healthy state of mind. You'll recognize it right away. You'll feel it. And another good measure is to Think about how you feel after an interaction with somebody. If you walk away feeling drained and exhausted, shut down, like you need a nap and a shower, <laughs> that's a great indication that that person is a, um, like an energy vampire, narcissistic, toxic person who will drain you. That's one great indication. And upon first meeting somebody, if you have this gut feeling like something is off, nobody's this great, something's not right, trust your gut.
your gut is always right. Do not override that gut instinct and say, oh, I'm being judgmental. I'll give them a second chance. Look back throughout your life when you've had those those feelings about another person and look back on your life when you were told by your friends and family to calm down, you were being judgmental or you told yourself, don't be judgmental, don't be rude, be nice. And in the end, that person ended up being a toxic person. So your, your inner self was kind of like, I was right. I was right. And then you feel this shame and disgust within yourself about yourself because you're now telling yourself you're too stupid and can't be trusted to choose friends and partners because your judgment is horrible. So let's get rid of that self-talk, that negative self-talk and that type of statement to yourself. And let's change that to, I do know how to choose a healthy partner. I have to be healthy first. And once I am healthy, I will know who is and who is not healthy you can go back and review the red flags, the green flags in this in this podcast. Go and review the toxic person in you. Go and review communication tools. Go review every episode and get yourself to that healthy place. And if you have questions or need more support, you know how to contact me. So thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope you make it a beautiful day. I hope your day is as beautiful as you are.